Praise the Lord, everyone. It is prayer time. Let us bow our heads together. Gracious God and Master, we thank you, Lord, for blessing us to be here in the place of worship one more time. Oh, God, we thank you for preserving our lives to another week. Lord, you've kept us through the storms and you've kept us through the rains, Lord God. And Lord, you've kept us fed. Lord, you've kept food on our tables and clothes on our backs. And for these things, we say thank you this morning. We thank you for being able to worship you in spirit and in truth. Lord God, we ask that you will come among us today, Lord. And Lord God, give us our daily bread. Give us our word today, oh God. We ask that you would feed us, Lord. Now, Lord God, take control of the service, Lord. Bless our pastor, Lord. Touch him, Lord. Anoint him. Use him to your glory, Lord. Let somebody be delivered this morning. Let somebody be set free this morning. Oh, break somebody's chains this morning. Have your way in the temple. Bless the choirs, Lord. And bless us as we worship you, Lord. We need a word today, Lord God, a word that will meet us in our situations today. Now bless and take control, Lord. And if you do it for us, Lord, we will give, be careful to give your name the praise, the honor, and the glory. These blessings we ask right now in that precious name, Lord Jesus Christ. Let everyone say in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning will be coming from the 116th division of Psalms, beginning at the first verse. I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications, because he hath inclined his ear unto me. Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death compass me, the, and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul. For the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I have believed, therefore have I spoken. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, and may his word find a resting place in our hearts. In Jesus' name, and let everyone say amen.
Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Deacon Andre Keenan, and I am so glad to be a part of this ministry here. And most importantly, I am glad to be here to serve the great members of GRTDC. We are now in our segment of giving in our service. Options are listed on the screen. As always, we thank you because your contributions are keeping this ministry alive and the Word of God is going forward. And it is our prayer that the Lord will continue to bless you abundantly and keep you. Have a blessed day. Amen. Certainly thank God for all you have given in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you ready for the Word? Glory to God. Amen. Our pastor is now coming. Amen. To be a blessing to us in this noonday service. Praise God as we go forth in Jesus' name. I tell you, amen, my soul is still rejoicing from the word he gave us this morning in Sunday school. Glory. Hallelujah. If you missed it, praise God. Go back. I think they recorded it. So, amen. You can be a blessing as well. At this time, Pastor Phil is coming to be a blessing in Jesus' name. Come on, give God a hand for him as he comes in Jesus' name. Come on, let's give Jesus some praise in the house. Come on, you can do better than that. Give him glory. Praise the Lord, everybody. I honor the Lord Jesus Christ on today because he is the boss. And I do love the Lord. How many of you love Jesus? I said, how many of you love him? then praise him like you love him this morning come on come on come on give him glory hallelujah bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name god is great and greatly to be praised yeah he is the lifter of our heads he is the joy of your salvation. He's worthy of the praise. Yes. Hallelujah. I honor the Lord. I do honor the Lord Jesus Christ. Because of his goodness, his grace, and his mercy into all of the men of God that are with us, our assistant pastor, and uh, to their wives, and to the deacons, and mothers, and missionaries, and to Lady Fields. I'm just glad to be in God's house. Amen. I'm glad to be in God's house. With all the crazy stuff that's going on around us, I mean, and crazy is an understatement, uh, all of this stuff that's going on around us, 
look where you are. <laughs> yeah, look where you are. Yeah, look where you are. Some of you still didn't get it. Hallelujah. But all that's going on, look where you are. Yeah. And I know you have a mask on, but just just talk to yourself. You don't have to talk to your neighbor. Just talk to yourself and say, I'm in the house of God. I'm not in the hospital. I'm not in the sick room. I'm not in the jailhouse. I'm not in the nut house. I'm in God's house. If you're grateful for being in God's house, just lift your hands and give Jesus some praise. Hallelujah! Yes. Worthy, worthy. Worthy. I am so grateful. I'm grateful. Listen, I'm so determined to praise him even if I have to praise him by myself because I know he's been good to me. Yeah, if you feel that way, give him one more praise. One more. Hallelujah. We serve a great God and he is worthy to be praised. And listen, I know that you are tired. We are tired and I'm, I'm not talking physical tiredness. We have been wrestling for over a year with this pandemic and all of the things that are going on, but I hear the Holy Ghost say, tell them to keep pressing on. Yeah, keep, keep pressing on. Keep pressing on. Don't get weary in your well-doing, for in due season you shall reap. Lift your hands and say, if I faint not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He hey, God. Hold on. It's it's not only what you see on the news, reading the paper, but it's what the saints have been going through. There are testimonies in this room that you're not even aware of. The pressure, the sickness, the heartache, the disappointment. Yeah. You'd be surprised. But just lift your hands and say, I'm going to keep pressing on. Yes. Yes. Father, we love you so much and we're so grateful. We ask that you would bless us through your word. Speak to us. Speak to us, Lord. Give us what we need. <laughs> Give us what we need, we ask. Give us what we need. Our souls are hungry. 
Don't let us leave your house the same way that we came. Bless us, heal us, save us, deliver us through your word in Jesus' name. Say it with me in Jesus' name. Amen. The gospel according to St. Luke. One verse in particular that I want to raise to your attention. Luke chapter 21, verse 34. Let's read this one verse together in concert. When you have it, say amen. Let's read, and take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with the surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life and so that day come upon you unawares may the lord add a blessing to the reading of his word sanctified in our hearts that we may grow thereby want to read that same verse out of the common english bible take care that your hearts aren't dulled by drinking parties drunkenness and the anxieties of day-to-day -day life. Don't let that day fall upon you unexpectedly. Two words I want to plant into your spirit today, and those words are pay attention. Pay attention. Before you sit down, look down your room and just say, you better pay attention. Pay attention. It is the coming of the Lord that is in my heart today. And from time to time, the Lord leads me to talk about his return. It's getting closer, closer and closer. And I stand before you with both joy and sadness and sadness because there are still many who are persistent in living as though Jesus is not really coming there. They're just in love perhaps with church and the pomp and circumstance, but they really don't believe. They really, could you imagine being in church for years and you really don't believe that Jesus is coming? Could you imagine being among the people of God, singing and even shouting, coming to prayer meetings and coming even to Bible study, but in your heart you really don't believe that Jesus is coming. Peter said these powerful words in his epistle. He said, we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. And he wanted them to know what I'm telling you is true. It's not a made up story. Our Lord is coming back. He said, I saw the empty tomb. I, I was a witness to his power. Hallelujah. And I have him abiding on the inside. What I'm telling you is true. My Lord is coming back for his people. Just lift your hands and say, he's coming back for me. 
in the word of God and we are admonished in one parable to keep our lamps trimmed and bright. We are emphatically instructed by the word of God to prepare ourselves for the coming of the Lord. Be ye also ready. He says these words, powerful words, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh any day now. He can come. And you've heard me say it before. I'll say it again any day now. Could you imagine? Noah preached the same message for about 120 years. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. And there were people who refused to listen. They laughed at him. It had never rained before. After all, who ever heard of rain? Yet and still it began to rain, and I believe there are going to be a whole lot of folks who have laughed at this fact that Christ is coming, and when they look up, it'll be too late. It is better to prepare now. It's better to be ready now. Cannot be said enough, be ye also ready. Can I take my time with this? Because Jesus is coming. It, it is, for lack of a better word, it is my fear, even as a pastor, that many people are not taking it serious enough. They are just perhaps treating it like it's, it's a good story, but it's a reality. Christ is coming for us. Christ is coming for us. Our, our pulpits are full of preachers and teachers I believe, who are not dealing with this enough. They, we talk about everything else. We talk about the praise break. Talked about being delivered. We talk about being healed. We'll even talk about money and being prosperous. But I believe the Lord wants us to constantly remind his children that I'm coming back for my people. This is the hope of your salvation. I said it is the hope of your salvation. This is, this is why he saved you, not to leave you here. He didn't save you so you could live in the big house. It's wonderful to have a home. It's wonderful to have money in the bank. But what would it profit a man to gain this whole world and lose his soul? I believe it was Paul that spoke in Thessalonica when he said for what is our hope or joy more crown of rejoicing and not even ye in the presence of our Lord Christ at his coming and what he was doing was comparing the joy we have here and the joy we'll have when we finally be with our Savior this is why he saved me hallelujah Every time I think about it, I get glad in my spirit. He, he saved me so I could be with him. Hallelujah. He saved me. This is my, my hope. And the reason for all of this, hallelujah, is lost. Even the death of Christ is of none effect if you don't believe. If you don't believe that Jesus died and rose again. If you don't believe that he shed his blood for you. If you don't believe that he's coming back, then why are you here? Why do you sing the songs you sing? 
Why do you even bother to get dressed to come to his house if you won't take him at his word? Why? Why did you bother even to listen to the songs of Zion if you don't believe that one day he's coming to receive his church unto himself? Do you think that this great big God with all of his power and majesty would just, hallelujah, fill you with his presence only to give you a good feeling or only to, hallelujah, clap those hands and pat your feet? No. He even said out of his mouth that I'm going away to prepare a place for you. That where I am, you may be also. Why is it that you only listen to this kind of thing at funerals? And why is it? But my brothers and sisters, you better listen while you're still alive. While you can still hear the word. Be ye also ready. I submit to you that perhaps uh, it is a lack of faith in his return that leads so many to having a nonchalant attitude towards what I'm talking about. And remember these words, and Jesus said it himself, let not your hearts be troubled. And he, he said it in difficult times, but he said, if you believe in me, and we're living in difficult times right now, aren't we? Oh, yes, we are. We've never seen the stuff that we're looking at right now. And his word is still as true now as it was then. Let not your heart be troubled. Hallelujah. If I go to prepare this place, he said, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. So some of you are looking at me. You're not excited about this. <laughs> but if I, if I said God's going to give you a new car, you'd be dancing all over the house. If I said there's a million dollars under your chair, Jesus left it there, you'd be running down the aisle. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you that Jesus is not going to leave you in this sinful place. Hallelujah. He's coming to bring you unto him if I go to prepare this place, I will come again. Hallelujah. To receive you unto myself. Because I want you with me. I want you to be with me. Hallelujah. It's not about the building. It's, it's, and I love the building. I'm here every day. It's not about the carpet. It's not about, hallelujah, the chairs. It's not about all of this. It's about being with Jesus. Hallelujah. The expectation of, the anticipation of, the joy, hallelujah, of knowing that the Lord is coming to receive us unto himself, hallelujah. It seems to be misplaced. Where is the joy concerning his return? Where is that spirit of expectation? Where is the urgency? Hallelujah. Jesus is coming for me every day. When you wake up, you ought to say it. Before you swing your legs out of the bed, Jesus is coming for me. While you're driving down the street, hallelujah, you ought to say it out of your mouth sometime. Jesus is coming back for me. Even while you're sitting at work, even if you work at home, while you're on the computer, you ought to take a break and just say, Jesus is coming back for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus would come. 
uh, according to the Gospels, when you begin to look into the word of God and understand the mentality of those that Jesus was talking to and ministering to wasn't so much those who were outside of the synagogue, outside of what was considered the hallelujah religion and serving God, but those who claimed to understand the word, those hallelujah who claimed to know the mind of God, because even in Old Testament times, hallelujah, it would be prophesied and said that a Messiah would come. There were some prophecies that reached beyond him coming and talked about him coming back to establish his kingdom. Hallelujah. It was all to make his people know that you've got some preparing to do. You've got to attach yourself with me. You, you have to fall in love with me. Hallelujah. You can't love the world more than you love your God. You can't love your stuff more than you love your God. Hallelujah. You can't love your clothes and your relationships more than you love God. As a matter of fact, hallelujah, I have every indication in the word of God that God expected their love for him to mature and grow stronger and stronger. Hallelujah. As you know my voice, as you draw closer to me, as you understand my ways, hallelujah, you want more and more of me. So much so until I believe the psalmist picked it up, understanding the revelation and said, as the heart panteth after the water brooks, so my soul panteth after thee. Only someone who has been holding their Savior and who has been talking to the Lord would understand where I'm coming from. How many of you can say you love him more today than you did on yesterday? Yes, I, I love him. And uh, hallelujah, it's not about what I've read. It's not about what somebody else told me. I love him because I'm getting to know him better day by day. Hallelujah. So it was Jesus while he was performing his ministry. Hallelujah. According to Luke, as he writes to the Gentile nations to provide us an accurate record of what Jesus did and what he taught. Hallelujah. He didn't just want to talk about the healings and the deliverance. He didn't only talk about the fact that Jesus had power to raise the dead but uh, he wanted to talk about what Jesus taught hallelujah he would teach them kingdom principles and hallelujah it would be written about the 27 years after Jesus ascended into glory Luke sits down and he writes to the Gentile nations and said let me introduce you to this Jesus Hallelujah. It was this Jesus that came in the likeness of sinful flesh. Hallelujah. Came and he died for our sins. And he didn't stay in the grave. Look down your row and say he didn't stay in the grave. 
but he got up on the third day hallelujah so he would write emphatically so for as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us Luke said I know you've heard it before from others but I'm going to write this gospel to you and let you know that Jesus died for your sins and he says even as they delivered them unto us which from the beginning these others were also eyewitnesses and ministers of the word it seemed good for me also having a perfect understanding of who Jesus is and knowing that he is alpha and the omega knowing that he has power hallelujah when you have an understanding of who Jesus is you don't mind talking about him you, you don't mind sharing the story he says I know who he is he writes to his friend named Theophilus and he says I want you to know that Jesus will blow your mind yes he is God in the flesh I have an understanding of who he is this great God wrapped himself in flesh and he became a servant unto us whoever heard hallelujah we've read books about these other gods and other deities and hallelujah they did nothing for man but this God who is a real God he gave his all just for you and for me what kind of God hallelujah with deal with something like me hallelujah what kind of God hallelujah understanding that there's no good thing in my flesh I'm worthless I was born with a death sentence on my head he saw me in my mess he, he saw me in my disgrace and he still emptied himself in a body of flesh hallelujah he did it for me I feel the Holy Ghost in here scream down your own row and say he did it for me hallelujah he's writing to Theophilus he, he says this Jesus he's the real deal he, he is a healer he is a deliverer he's a way maker I've seen him cast demons out hallelujah I've seen demonic struggles and people who were halfway out of their mind but when they met Jesus a peace came over them what a mighty God lift your hands and say what a mighty God he would write about the deliverance and the healing he, he would write about all of this and he would write about the fact that he died and rose again but he would also deal with the fact that Jesus was also a teacher lift your hands and say he's a teacher he doesn't just shout me he, he doesn't just dance me around the room he doesn't just speak in tongues through my mouth but he's my teacher oh 
Yes, he is. Have you ever been in the word and had a question? Hallelujah. You didn't need to make a call. Hallelujah. But he opened your understanding and, and he showed you the way. He's my teacher. Hallelujah. Look down some bat somebody say he's my teacher. There were days when I was confused. There were days when I didn't understand it. And, and he showed me the way. And some of them didn't get it, but the, from the very day, he stepped in the synagogue as a boy and opened up the word of God. He was teaching. Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. And he has anointed me to preach. Say it one more time. He is my teacher. But there were those who pushed it away. From the very first time he, he sat the people down, he, he started telling them, I'm not going to be with you always. But I want you to know that I'm coming again. But you got to be in the family. I'm, I'm coming back for the family. I'm coming back for my kingdom children. And this kingdom is not of this world. And, hallelujah, you got to do more than shake somebody's hand. You, you got to do more than sign on a dotted line. You, you've got to be born in it. Hallelujah. Verily, I know this is old school, but let's go there. Verily, I say unto you, 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 you must be born again. So in light of what I'm saying, you better be sure that, that your anchor holds. It ain't time to imitate. It ain't time to fake it. It ain't time to play with it. You got to make sure you got the Holy Ghost abiding on the inside. Some folks got a ghost. But it ain't the Holy Ghost. Some folks got a spirit, but it ain't the right spirit. You better say like David, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. So Jesus would walk around. He would have conversations. There, there were times where the Lord would just sit down and and start teaching. He would open his mouth and say, "Blessed are they, blessed are they." He would open up his mouth on another occasion and speak about the kingdom of this world versus the kingdom of God. He would tell them that you cannot measure a man's success by what he has obtained here in earth. Hallelujah. But rather, and I'm paraphrasing, but by how much God he has allowed in his life. How much God have you allowed in your life? Some of us, he's only God on Sunday. Some of us, he's only God on the weekend. Hallelujah. But he says, let me be God. 
God every day of your life. I want to be your God. Let me be God in every area of your life. Hallelujah. Even your money. God, I want you over my money. Over my family. I want you to be God. Not just in this house. But I want you to be God in my house. So Jesus, every now and then, he would remind them that I'm coming back. Hallelujah. For my children. I'm going to save you. I'm going to make a way for you to walk with me and be in that place that I have prepared for you. And I want you to be ready. I don't want to come and find you playing games in my house. I don't want to find you messing around and playing with your salvation. I'm going to make it so because the foundation of God has got to stand sure having the seal. I know those who belong to me. I'm not going to come and pick up somebody else's baby. I'm coming for my children. How many of you belong to God? And you know you're his. Look down your row and say, I've been sealed. I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. And I'm making myself ready. I can't hear you. Say it out of your mouth. I'm making myself ready. But as he usually would, he stops by the temple. Hallelujah. And he's watching them raise the offering. Thank you, Lord. And you know how people do. Hallelujah. Back in the day, when people gave, they announced your name and how much you gave. Hallelujah. So, because they were proud. They were proud of the house. They were proud of the carpeting and the, and the pews and the seating and the, and the splendor of the temple. It wasn't God's idea. It was their mess. So as they gave, it was announced. Hallelujah. Rich folk would come up and give the offering. And people will clap their hands. But on today... Jesus stood by the basket and an old widow woman came and put two pence in the basket and Jesus noticed that nobody was willing to announce what she gave. Why are people like that? You all caught up in your pedigree and who you think you are. Hallelujah. And Jesus stopped Hallelujah, the offertory said, wait a minute, somebody needs to announce what this woman gave, she gave more than anybody else in here because she gave her very best. 
Some of y'all just get in the way and, and you think God don't see it. Some of y'all are just skimming you. You know you can do better than that. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, now you know you can do better than that. I'll stop doing it to please people. Get your act together. That person you're trying to look cute for, they can't save you. They got to go somewhere and get the Holy Ghost for them. You better give your best. And I want you to know every time we come together, Jesus is standing in the room. Hallelujah. Look at somebody say he's here right now. Standing in the room. And I think they tried to change the subject. He embarrassed them. So they started talking about how beautiful the temple is. Jesus, did you see what we built? Don't you see how beautiful the house is? Hallelujah. It took us years to build this. It took us a while. We got the best architect. We got the plans approved. And everybody's talking about how beautiful the building is. And Jesus looked at him. And I would imagine he may have even put his hands on his hips and said, what's wrong with you? Don't you know that there's a day coming when not one stone of this building will remain? Hallelujah. Listen, I love this building. but I got sense enough to know that when Jesus comes back, he's not coming back for brick and mortar. But he's coming back for us. Hallelujah. So if Jesus came right now before the benediction, ain't nobody taking the pew with them. Are you crazy? Ain't nobody gonna hold on to the chandelier. I'm out of here. Look at somebody say, I'm out of here. And some of y'all got some nice cars sitting in the pocket. I see it. But you're going to have to leave that Mercedes. and You're going to have to leave that Range Rover. Listen, if Jesus came and you still sitting in your car, you missed it. But look at your neighbor and say, if Jesus came right now, I'm out of here. But they kept on talking and said, the temple is beautiful. We dedicated the temple to God. Isn't it something? We'll dedicate a building, but we won't dedicate ourselves. We'll commit wood. We'll commit brass and gold. We'll commit brick and water, but we won't commit ourselves to the Most High God. But I hear Paul say, I beseech you. Therefore, brethren, 
by the mercies of God that you present yourself a living sacrifice holy 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 and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service after all I've done for you the least you can do is be holy I shed my blood for you the least you can do is be holy I gave my only son for you and I set you in heavenly places with my son Jesus scream down your room and say the least we can do is be holy thank you Lord Jesus said the time will come where not one stone will be left upon another thank you Lord he said every one of them is going to be torn down every one of these chandeliers will hit the ground but you'll be with me oh yes you will and listen to what they said finally they said teacher hallelujah when will these things happen and what will be the sign hallelujah and he replied I don't want you to be tricked I don't want you to be deceived I don't want you to be caught up in the splendor of the building and caught up in the do's and don'ts in a house made by hands until you forget that is not about the building it's about those that I have fitly framed together hallelujah raise your hand and say these words out of your mouth I'm sitting in the building but I am the church I'm sitting on a bench but I am the church did you hear what I said so when you run your mouth about the church when you criticize the church you're talking about yourself when you talk about ain't no love in the church you need to check your love when you say ain't no anointing in the church you better check your anointing when you say ain't no joy in the church you better check your own joy when you say ain't no peace in the church you better check your own peace save yourself from this on toward generation can I preach in here I feel the Holy Ghost hallelujah point at somebody and scream past your mask and say never mind everybody else 
you better check yourself are you in the church triumphant are you really filled with his power or are you self-absorbed full of your own mess blinded with your own conceit to say to the Lord I want to see you face to face and if you see anything in me that should not be take it away I mean everything that ain't right help me get rid of it cause I gotta get out of here I got somewhere to go I got somewhere to be You say where is that preacher I'll say oh I want to see him Look upon his face And to sing forever Of the saving grace I wish I could touch my neighbor but I'll just scream at somebody say I'm on my way to heaven and I'm so glad whatever whatever I gotta leave behind bye bye whatever whatever I gotta let go let it go yeah. Uh, he said, don't let nobody uh, deceive you. Uh, a whole lot of folks uh, will come in my name. Uh, lying prophets, uh, demons in robes uh, will tell you uh, a lie from the pulpit. Uh, but I wouldn't lie to you. But it's gotta happen Before I come Some will be deceived Thank you Lord Thank you Father He said before all this Some of you will be persecuted Some of you will be locked up Some of you will even lose your life but this all right he that overcomes I'll give them eternal life that's all right if you suffer with me you'll also reign with me but that's all right this suffering this light affliction cannot be compared if you like preaching to the glory that shall be revealed say he said when you see Jerusalem surrounded by enemies you'll know that desolation is near you'll see wars rumors of war 
You'll see it in the Middle East and Afghanistan. You saw it in Vietnam. You'll see it in Asia. You'll even see it in the streets of America. Thank you, Father. But be not dismayed. For there be time. Good will. I feel like preaching in here. Take care of you. I didn't give you the spirit of fear. I didn't give you the spirit of fear. I hear the Holy Ghost say, I didn't give you the spirit of fear. I didn't give you the spirit of fear. I didn't give you the spirit of fear. Lift up your head. Oh, ye gates. And be ye lifted up. Ye everlasting doors. I know there's a pandemic. But I didn't give you the spirit of fear. Just be ready. Any day now. Any day now. Share. There'll be signs. In the sun and the moon. Stars and nations. Will be filled with anguish. Cities and problems, diseases and sickness, troubled minds and hearts. Hallelujah. But I want you to know I'm still in control. Yes, I am. All I need you to do is pay attention. Stop looking around like you don't know who I am. Scream down your roof and say, you better pay attention. Stop sitting there like you're falling asleep. Stop sitting there like you have no hope. You better read the sign. I'm coming back. Yes, I am. I'm coming back. Say yeah, yeah. He's coming back. Thank you, Father. Turn around and tell somebody. He's coming back. Pay attention. Pay attention. Can't you see? It's getting ready to happen. Can't you feel it? In the atmosphere. Pay attention. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Pay attention. There are those few things that I want to tell you about God that you need to pay attention to. Number one, you need to pay attention to his wisdom. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Raise your hand. I say I need to pay attention to his wisdom. Listen to his word. 
I can do what God tells me to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what Jeremiah said about the people of God. He said they didn't listen and they didn't obey. They were stubborn and they refused to pay attention. Hey God. And be taught by God. I want God to show me whatever he wants me to know. Tell me whatever he wants me to say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why Solomon said here, my sons, the instruction of a father. Can I preach in here and pay attention in order to gain and know intelligent discernment, comprehension, and interpretation of spiritual matters. Some of y'all don't know because you won't listen to God. You think you're smarter than God, but he's the ancient of days. He is wisdom all by himself. There's something else you need to pay attention to. God wants us to pay attention to the word economy and not the world economy. Hallelujah. Listen to what John wrote. He said they proceed from the world and are of the world. That's first John chapter four. Verse five and six. Hallelujah. The whole economy. They consider that they speak and the world listens. Hallelujah. But we are children of God. Whoever is learning to know God progressively to perceive and recognize and understand him through experience and get a closer knowledge of him. John said, listen to us. And he who is not of God does not listen or pay attention to us. But this we know. There's a spirit of truth. And there's a spirit of error. You won't be so easily fooled if you'll sit down and be still and know that I am God. Hallelujah. But I hear a word in my spirit. God, he won't come to a place that he's not been invited in. You gotta let him in and say, Lord, show me. You gotta open the door and say, Lord, show me. Hallelujah. And when you do that, when you pay attention to him, he'll start paying more attention to you. And you'll say, here, my prayer, oh Lord, incline thine ear 
unto us and grant us thy plea. Hallelujah. And you'll say back to him, let the words of my mouth the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight oh God my strength and my redeemer say 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 I'm having a year fit every now and then you need to just stand up and say yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord scream at somebody say I'm having a yes fit I'm saying yes to his will I'm saying yes to his way I'm saying yes to his word I'm saying yes to holiness I'm saying yes to the anointing yeah I'm saying yes come on say it say it yes 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 in my mind yes in my spirit yes 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 Lord Hey, pay attention. Listen, don't you sit in church and miss it. Don't you sit in the temple and miss it. I'm going to say it for the folks in the back. Might be some outside that might hear it. Don't you sit in the temple and miss it. You mean to tell me all they could talk to Jesus about was the building. Oh. All they could brag about were the stones, how much they invested in the building. But Jesus, he, didn't invest, he did not invest in the building. He said, I'm going to invest in the soul. I'm, I'm, so you better pay attention. Because a whole lot of crazy stuff is going to happen before I come. But I'm coming. Some folks going to backslide. You make sure it's not you. Some folks are going to give up, but you make sure it's not you. Some folks going to walk away, but you make sure. 
Ashanabusha. Woo, God. Glory, Jesus. Put those hands together. Give the Lord some praise. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh, He's a coming back praise. How many of you got joy in your soul? Joy all in your feet. Because you know he's coming back for you.
better praise him in here. Don't you let this opportunity pass you by. There's a praise in the house And it feels so good in here Even while you're praising them Screaming somebody say My praise won't let go of me Just won't let go of me I feel like praise Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Savior. I want to minister to those of you who have connected with us online. You have been in your living rooms or in your cars, perhaps even in the office, and you have connected with us in worship. The word of God has touched your heart. You may desire to be baptized in Jesus' name or even filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. I want you to know that God is everywhere. While we're here talking to you, where you are, God can lay his hands upon you. His arms are not too short that he cannot save. When you call him, he will answer. Just lift your hands right where you are and begin to call on the name of Jesus. Father, fill them with the Holy Ghost. Lay your hand upon them even now. Speak through them. You said out of their belly shall flow waters of living water. Touch, Lord. Touch, Lord. Fill, Lord, with the gift of the Holy Ghost. 
heal, Lord, if they're sick. Ikarabasiyama, receive your healing right now. In the name of Jesus, put your hands together. Give Jesus some praise. We want to establish an electronic prayer list. You have a special need of prayer. You can send us a request. Admin at grtdc.org. But put your name in the comment section so we could establish an electronic prayer list. We'll wait for you. If you want us to pray for someone you know, someone in your family, tag them. Let them know that Greater Refuge Temple here in D.C. getting ready to pray for them. The saints of God at RTA going to join in with us. We're praying for Mother Edith Faison, Sister Thelma Richardson. Yeah, Cynthia Cindy Hardy praying for you the names are coming in Doris Cook we're praying for you the Matthew family we're praying for you hallelujah we're praying for Rosetta Hunter calling your name out before the Lord Tamara Wilcox we're praying for you hey God Janice Gray we're praying for you calling your name out we're getting ready to pray another prayer father in the name of jesus you've heard the names that we've called out and the names are still coming in kimberly ford gary richardson hallelujah stretch out your hand and lay your hands upon them even as more names come in you know who they are you know what they need touch Lord heal Lord deliver Lord in the mighty name of Jesus Jesus name everybody say it with me in Jesus name amen send up one more praise won't you want to thank you all for connecting with us remember until next week be careful be prayerful and be holy Shalom, shalom. Lord, it's Pastor Fields here, and I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Grady Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience, and we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization at Great Reformation Churches of Our Lord Jesus Christ. It was founded in 1919. 
uh, Bishop R.C. Lawson and this beautiful edifice that we're standing in built, ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner. I have the honor now of being the pastor. We have been growing. The Lord has been blessing us tremendously. Souls have been saved and blessed and set free and we're continuing the work. Yes, even in the midst of these trying times, we are determined to continue the work. I pray that you'll continue to connect with us. I pray also that as the Lord delivers and set free, that he will not leave you out. You'll be blessed along with us as well. Until we meet again, shalom, shalom.